Ha ha! And we're back. Another episode of True Neutral. We're trying a different recording technique this time, so if things sound a little strange to get it started off, um, well, deal with it. You'll get used to it. Yeah. We're good at that. Ugh. Oh, top of the hour. We actually have, like, news this week. Yeah. First of all, his name was Robert Paulson. Uh yeah. Meatloaf passed away today. Or last night, I didn't actually check, like, the, the time. It was but. right around midnight, actually, because my little brother said he was awake and he saw some of the first posts that came up um, when when that happened, and it was right at, right about right after midnight that the first news reports and things went up, so it was probably, like, late last night. You and me, right about midnight. Um, can't, can't do that. <laughs> I, I I did not say any line yeah, like or yeah. any like like title or anything, and everybody knows the reference. It's, May he rest in peace. Yeah, it's ah oh man, that's that's one of those. I as soon as I found out, I just put it on bad out of hell and just listened all the way through. Yeah, no, I literally I woke up this morning and the first thing I saw was your post, and then it was kind of funny because like the next fucking like nine or ten posts after yours were a bunch of my other friends and the only thing their post said was his name was robert paulson so i read <laughs> your post mine started out and too. i read your post and i was like no and then i kept scrolling and that's <laughs> all it said in my newsfeed i was like no <laughs> oh it's real good if you saw mine first too because it said it three times and then had the dots like it was yeah. going to continue on and uh and then it did for you that's so good it really did it, yeah. it was... I should have screenshotted it, honestly, but <laughs> what... what no, it's hard to do that in a moment of grief. I was... Yeah, I'm sad. I'm uh, sad yeah. about it. I, I cried through Bad Out of Hell this morning. I did. that the, the whole album. I just listened through. My partner was confused. She didn't really understand. My son was confused. He didn't really understand. It's just like, we lost someone today, all right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> someone real important to me. Ugh. How, why is it that celebrities' deaths mean so much more? <laughs> Certain oh, well, celebrities. Yeah, it's the people that influence you the most. It's yeah. not even necessarily the fact that they're celebrities. Like, you know, you could be a fan of someone that's not a celebrity, not very well-known. Maybe mildly well-known, but, like, like, definitely not famous. Like a comic book writer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then when that person passes away, it can hit you really hard. Like, I'm sure when Gary Gygax died, that hit a lot of fucking people harder. And then some people were like, who the fuck is Gary Gygax? Yeah. You know? What is that? Are you are you okay? Like, and that's just a prime example. Like, yeah, Meatloaf is going to be like Betty White, mourned by more people. Yeah. But that's just because he happened to become more well-known than other people did. Yeah. They did that voice, man. God damn it. <sighs> Ah, toast to that. Mm-hmm. Man. Ah. Another another huge thing that came out this last week was the When We Were Young tour. The, yeah, When We Were Young tour. Okay, so... Tour is not the right word. No, it's it's a it's a one-day jam. I'm well, not even going to call it a festival. It, yeah. You it, can't... It's one day. It, it's, it's said to be one day. And, okay, so... 
the thing is, everybody got really excited first off because there's a lot of bands on there. Everybody in my I, house I, is, I is have it. a picture, actually. That way, if there's anything you want to call out, yeah. like there's there's okay. a big names like My Chemical Romance is playing, and Bring Me the Horizon, Alkaline Trio, Avril Lavigne is going to be there. <laughs> yeah, Atreyu. Like, Atreyu. these are all people, yeah, when I was young. Hiding I, down here in the corner is Hawthorne Heights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Taking Back Sundays up there. But Jimmy like, Ward. World, yeah, Jimmy World, uh, yeah, the Linda Lindas. I didn't even see them before, but Dance Gavin Dance, Black Veil Brides, yeah. But like, okay, so the the thing is, like, there's a lot there's, of good bands on here. I mean, that's a matter. See, that's where my hot take comes in. That's a matter <laughs> of opinion here because I have no interest in this tour. This is bad. Okay. This is awful. <laughs> well, for for a lot of us little emo kids. This is like a, a dream festival, or it would be a dream festival if half of these bands were not unaware that they were on the bill. Yeah, see, and I haven't seen a lot of news about that, so you're gonna have to fill me in because I oh, I haven't seen much about that. Well, I've seen I've just seen a few posts, and it's just people like, hey, this band didn't really know they were gonna be on here, or hey, a couple of these bands didn't really know they were gonna be on this, so be a little skeptical, and like. A few of these bands have not had a tour in a couple of years. Like, yeah. are not, like, active, actively active. So like, do you think that this is just, like, a... It's put on by the same people who did World. There are no refunds. There's a no-refund policy, period. Uh, there's no parking on, on site. Uh, there's just a lot of weird things about it. So do you think it's a farce? I don't know if it's entirely a farce, but I think overall people are going to end up getting ripped off or disappointed by this. Overall, I I am just nothing but skeptical at this point. Also, they called it the When We Were Young Tour and the Killers aren't playing, so <laughs> eh, I don't understand that at all. Uh, they... I'm living for the I Set My Friends on Fire shit, though, because oh, they the... didn't get invited, uh... and... Man, their whole thing, they just had a whole week of just being fucking funny online, talking about throwing a festival in the parking lot and stuff, and then... Which is even better, the fact that there's no on-site parking, now that I've learned that (laughs) factoid, like... You know they're just going to be standing at the front gate. (laughs) (laughs) If they're smart, they won't show up either, because... Yeah, no, seriously. It sounds like this is a whole lot of, um... A whole lot of bullshit. Uh, I would like... I would like to be excited about it, but a one-day festival with all those bands we listed, and then, like, 30 more... There's, like, 60-plus bands on this... There's there's probably about 60, I yeah, would say. And there's about 60 bands on this list. And there's For just, one day. On, what, three I think three I saw stages? three stages, yeah. It was two to three stages, is what I saw. And I just... There's... 45-minute sets starting at 8.30 in the morning and going until midnight? Yeah, I just... And I just don't see a smooth transition between Law Dispute, Knocked Loose, and Avril Lavigne. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean, to be fair, we've played shows where there was not good transitions. There was... And it felt bad. It was, like, started with metal, and then we played some punk rock, and then there was, like, eight rappers that went in. (laughs) Yeah, it felt bad to be at that show. The only thing that felt good about that show was the Fireball Ray's brother brought that was the only thing that got me past the lights that were fucking killing you. Yeah. That was a bad show. 
being shocked. By and I broke my base because I was already pissed off about everything else that was happening. So I just slapped at my base until it broke because I couldn't get any sound from it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. It was a bad. It was a bad show. A bad show for us. I think the rappers had a good time. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've played a few bad shows. All just really incongruous sets, usually. That's when I found that I have the worst time. Or when our drummer doesn't show up. <laughs> that was... Our drummer didn't show up and an incongruous set. We were at a cafe. Yeah. <laughs> we don't... Well, I mean, it wasn't incongruous. Like, like it, we were playing with other punk bands. Okay, it just felt wrong. I think, what was it, the Market and Water Heater I think we played with there? Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, that's not... No, it wasn't the Market, it was some other band, because the kid from that band also had a Warlock that was just like mine. That's right, that's right, it was like their first show, and they had gotten it, like, their their grandparents were there, and that was most of the audience. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it was... And then my shit wasn't working, and our drummer didn't show up, and we just did shit anyways, because fuck it. Yeah, (laughs) that was a... That was bad. But this, 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 I think, is going to be worse. The When We Were Young show is going to be worse than that. Um, show. That's what we should call it. It's a show. It's one show. It's one, a day-long show, apparently, but I... It's still, I would still call that a show and not a festival. Festivals are usually at least two days. Yeah, there's got to be some level of, you've got to go to sleep somewhere, Going probably. anywhere besides Vegas, because it's just one day, so it's definitely not a tour. It's definitely not a tour. Um... I think, overall, what I would like to call this is, um, a hoax. Yeah, yeah. More than a show, or a tour, or uh, anything else. I think it's a... Oh, you could also call it a farce. I think farce farce was a a good... Yes. Yeah, farce, or a... Or a lie. Yeah. Perhaps a lie. Um, Maybe it's just false advertising. Like you said, maybe some of these bands are gonna be there, but most of them probably aren't. They're gonna back out last minute or something, and that's why they're calling for no refunds. Seosin and Neck Deep, I just saw. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I just don't... I don't see this happening... Does the, the used even play anymore? I don't think so. I don't I don't know about most of these bands. I haven't heard anything about Taking Back Sunday since 2010. Yeah, I, that's why I was like Hawthorne Heights hiding down there in the corner. You know they're not actually gonna be there. When was the last time you heard Anne Berlin's name? I don't even know who that is to begin with. Oh, well, yeah, I haven't... Most of these <laughs> most of these, I haven't thought about since I was young. And the ones I have thought about, I, like, either got bad or stopped. Yeah. Atreyu. Atreyu. Pierce the Veil. Black Veil Brides. Alkaline Trio's still doing okay. Also, I Wrestled a Bear once isn't on here, so I'm calling it fake. <laughs> that's... Okay, um... I don't know if that's the deciding <laughs> factor, but... <laughs> <laughs> but I did think it was interesting also uh, uh, Devil Wears Prada's not there either Yeah, it, it is And I'm pretty sure they do still play Yeah I, I, I've, I've actually heard things from them In the last like five years But uh, I mean The the three main headliners Bring Me the Horizon A Day to Remember Avril Lavigne Oh, and My Chemical Romance and Paramore Are all still technically active my chemical romance did that big reunion show and everybody was really stoked about it but that was a big fucking deal and it was expensive to get into as well yeah but like it feels weird that you know 
there wouldn't be. I there don't was know. news recently that Avril wanted to make another punk album. Yeah. So maybe another? with what she calls punk, you know, mm, pop punk. I guess. Yeah. Uh Anyway, that's that's the one we we're young festival. I don't see it being a good time for everyone. No. Um. Another big, big thing. This, this it's probably going to be as expensive as whatever that mistake ends up being. The, uh, the Microsoft has bought, or is buying in the process of buying. Activision Blizzard. Yeah, and I didn't know this until I came over today, actually, and you just told me about this. So yeah, it's it's kind of huge fucking gaming news, but you don't have the internet or anything. I mean, really. I have my phone. I don't know how that didn't come up on my feed though. Uh, like. Yeah, it's. Uh, but yeah, that that what that means for games is like a lot, possibly, or n- maybe not very much, depending on how Microsoft wants to play it. But like, yeah, they could make the next COD. Uh, fucking Xbox exclusive. Xbox exclusive, and that would be a huge deal for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They can make a lot of games Xbox exclusive. They own Crash way. Bandicoot now. Yeah, which you can't just steal a, <laughs> an entire <laughs> get like things like mascot. Yeah, that's a whole ass mascot. That was that was PlayStation's Mario. Yeah. Okay. For, like for like. A while, it's just like. That's when you thought of PlayStation, Master you Chief thought of Crash Bandicoot and, just... and Lara Croft. Those were the two characters. Neither of them are exclusive anywhere now. No. And oh, wait, is Tomb Raider exclusive on PS4? No, no, it is not. Mm-hmm. I believe it. Well, it's she, it's always also been ported to PC. Right. Always since yeah. the very beginning. Yeah, PC, but like not um, not Xbox. I believe like... now it is also on Xbox, though. Right. I think. Um. But, yeah, no, it's... Damn it! It's pretty ridiculous. I think... I think I don't know how to feel. <laughs> it's it's just a lot. Like, I don't... Like, I mean, Overwatch, too. Games like Overwatch and, mm-hmm. uh... Uh, what's their other, their other big one? That, is it Warframe? Yeah, I think maybe... Um... Oh, and then the 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 three player sort of like Overwatch one. You know what I'm talking about? Apex. Yeah, I think isn't that Activision? I have no idea. I don't play uh, those games. Me, me don't either, have internet. But, <laughs> <laughs> I just said that. <laughs> um, fuck. But uh, my I live in the Stone Age, everybody. <laughs> my partner really likes Fortnite, and uh, her and her brother play Apex sometimes. And I, I just know that Apex is a lot bigger than, like, we we know about. Because, yeah, I don't play those games either. I've got internet, but I use it to download single-player games so I can play alone. Yes. I am <laughs> much more single-player storyline-based. I play games like Death Stranding and The Last of Us. And yeah, give me God of War over Titanfall every day. God of War. Fuck yes. God of War is awesome. I'm Although really the- excited for the new one. Yeah. The Titanfall 2 story was a lot of fun. It just was not long enough because it was just a prep for the online stuff. Mm-hmm. But there was some sweet fucking set pieces in that story. It's just a shame that's that wasn't their focus because they could have been really cool. Uh, 
Ah, I'm just there's a paused explosion where you're just like running <laughs> through a big paused bit of debris and it's so fucking sick and then nice. it's just over and you're like oh, oh oh have you played the uncharted games uh yeah a couple like, of them i've played all four of them well the four main ones there's a couple of i think there's one or two other ones but. i think i played three and four or no i definitely i played one of those i was thinking of far cry <laughs> far cry games are fun too yeah <laughs> Far Cry, uh, Far Cry Three was the one that got me hooked. I really liked that one a lot. But they're just they're just Assassin's Creed with guns, kind of. Yeah. Assassin's Creed was fun for a long time. Yeah, for a while, yeah, it was. There was a good period of Assassin's Black Creed, Black Flag. Yeah, obviously that's the, the we, best one. Obviously, we gotta love Black Flag. It's pirates. It's well, it's pirates, but not only that, but it was the best one for the sailing, for the fishing aspect, or whatever. Like the getting to collect shanties just to expand your shanties. Sea, yeah, like, and then the on land exploration and everything about it was still well balanced and fun as well. Like, yeah, in like, my opinion. Like, Black Flag was one of the most fun ones to play. It was a lot of good. It was just a lot of good. It felt fun. It was interesting. They still had the weird little, like, this person from history's here. And then, when Blackbeard died at the end, spoiler, sorry, <laughs> you've never played that game, but how fucking dare you also. Um, I, like, literally teared up when they're all getting, like, ambushed and, like, fucking... Kid, Captain Kid goes down and fucking Blackbeard goes down, and I'm like, no! You can't kill my friends! (laughs) Fuck you! That's so good. Yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah, it was really good. I got, um. I got Assassin's Creed. Fuck, it's it's the, the Roman one. Okay. Uh, it's pretty recent, or more recent than, you know, that, but. I I played it for a few, you know, I I gave it a good fucking fair go with a few hours in and I just it it feels flat. I know. I played through I the entirety of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, that one. That yeah, that's that, the one. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. I played I played it in its entirety. Actually, I don't even know if I did because the, it told me I beat the game and that now I was free to explore and do all this and that. And I've been running around doing stuff. I never got a credit screen. <laughs> and I don't know if that's a big deal to anyone else. It is. But, like... It's a, a big deal to me. It signals to me that I have officially completed the game. After this, it's post-game. Yes. And all it did was cut to a black screen, transport me back to the starting point, or, not, like, like your, the house or whatever. Right. And then be like, game has auto-saved... Congratulations! Go explore the world. Where's your credits? And I didn't get a credit screen. I how can Do I they have like a credit screen option? Is there no? Is, is it in the main menu? I mean, I could probably. But the point is, is when you finish a game. <laughs> no, I know. It should give you a credit screen. Yeah, like uh, so I, that you can you feel it. Could sit back, it take a drink or whatever you're having. Just be like, take that moment of, I fucking did it. Yeah, whatever. Like, Maybe look for like. If you're, like, into lighting or into, like, the animation or whatever, you look for those people that yeah. worked on that. I know, usually like, look at the, the, the music, though, or the, whoever exactly. did the soundtrack. Yeah. Exactly. 
A but, credit screen is fundamentally important to me. Yeah, like, I, I just did... I just beat the Elite Four on Brilliant Diamond, and this is the first Pokemon game in years I've had to actually grind to beat the Elite Four again. It was so nice, but I, I did it. I got through, it showed me my Pokemon, and then credit screen. Yeah. And then I took me back to my house. But the credit screen is fundamental and important, and you can't even skip that shit. In yeah. Audi. In, in yeah. a good game, you can't skip it. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, a, a good game will make you watch the credits. Yeah. Because they worked real hard on that. Maybe, like, maybe a fast-forward button maybe, is okay. Maybe, or, like, it, especially if they just... There are a couple of games that just, like, you you definitely did not need to make them this slow. Yeah. I don't know why, but I don't know why you needed to make this longer than the game itself, but <laughs> I definitely had time to read all of your names a few times. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I was very upset that I didn't get a credit screen, so I feel like I don't know if I actually finished the game or not, like, That's still, funny. and I know I did, but it doesn't feel like I did. That's fair. Also, you played that through that whole fucking game, and spoilers, once again, Yeah. but... You play through the whole game, and they keep hinting at the fact that you're going to get to Atlantis, and you're going to go and see Atlantis, and you go find your father, who ends up being, like, this guy that's holding on to one of the pieces of Eden or whatever, and he's got a, a Hermes' staff or something like that, okay. and it's keeping him alive, and he's been down there for, like, 900 years, and he's guarding the gate to Atlantis, right? So you go and you find him in the storyline, you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, there's, it's right there, and he tells you what you need to do to be able to get into Atlantis, and you're like, all right, sweet, and so you spend the whole rest of the game, like, building up and going to do the things that you need to do, and then it's hidden behind a DLC gate. Oh. And you can't even fucking get to it. Uh, are you... Uh, <laughs> that's fucked to have all the, the requirements in there, but not the reward. That's fucked, though. The requirements should be part of the DLC. You well, no, the last the- mission and Atlantis. The last requirement mission and Atlantis are part of DLC. You do the first two missions. And then the third mission they give you is hidden behind a DLC gate. That still feels like such a dick move. Any required mission should be part of the DLC, and then not only are you not, like, fucking dick-teased, you're also getting your money's worth out of the DLC. That's a win-win for the customer and the company. I don't understand that at all. Yeah. What a dick move. Yeah. I had a lot of reasons to be upset with that game. After you get to a certain level, they take away fall damage. What? Yeah. Once you, well, at, like, at a certain level, they half all fall damage, and then after you, like... Get that to makes like, sense if you're I think it's like, stronger, but... I think it's, like, level 10. It's, like, a, early on in the game, like, level 10 or something like that. They, like, just take away all fall damage. That's really lame. It is. That feels lame. And they still give you certain points that you can jump into, like, hay bales, or... It's not hay bales, it's more like bramble. Mm-hmm. But... But it feels pointless, like, you can jump off anything anyway. Uh, yeah, that's There's lame. no fall damage. Like, that's, that's the whole point of the things to jump in. Is that you feel cool and you don't die because if you did it anywhere else you would die yeah lame I'm glad I didn't keep playing it felt flat from the start yeah I got it on sale anyway it was like $15 right ugh um dab talk we practiced yes yeah we we, we all three of us were able to get together for a practice Huzzah. yes Still working on getting recording shit figured out. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Do you have any fun fun drunken stories? Um, it's it's kind of a short one, and right. it's not really a drunken story. It's more of a work story. Okay, it's still. I mean, it's got a place with drunks in it. Um, I also have another short one of when I was at the bar last night, but that'll come in a minute. <laughs> so why? So, <laughs> um. <laughs> So, there was this one day I was working, uh, one of my coworkers was getting ready to leave. I had just shown up for my shift, he was getting ready, he was counting out his till bag and everything like that, and, um, he, there, there's, like, no one in the bar right now, except for this one old guy with, like, you know, like, a week-long fucking beard, like, just some scruff on his face, but, like, clearly hadn't shaved in, like, a week. Right. Cowboy hat, sitting at the bar, drinking a fucking, you know, like, time whiskey on the rocks or something. As far as I know. <laughs> but, uh, he was. He was sitting at the bar drinking whiskey on the rocks, and, uh, my co-worker's counting out his till bag, and he looks over, and he asks me, he's like, Derek, am I good to go? I'm like, um, yeah, you got your everything done, got your bag counted out, got, got everything taken care of or whatever. He's like, yep, I got all my chickens in a row. I looked at him, I said, that's not, that's not how that saying goes. And he's, yeah, he's like 22, 23, something like that. He looked at me and he goes, huh? I said, you don't count your chickens before they hatch, but you get your ducks in a row. <laughs> This old guy looks up from his whiskey at the bar, and he looks over at Jaden, and he goes, Yup, he's right. <laughs> <laughs> I like to imagine he's the time traveler, and that's the first thing he understood. <laughs> it's the first thing that makes sense in this world. That and this whiskey. <laughs> I, it, it was, I laughed so hard. Jaden's just looking at me, and he looks at the old guy, he's like, What the fuck? <laughs> Well, learn your idioms. Yeah, right. <laughs> what was the what was the one last one last night? Okay, so the one from last night, right? I went down with another a different coworker of mine. Uh she and I went downstairs after work to play some pool. We're hanging out down there and uh the the bouncer that was down there was putting stuff on the jukebox. It wasn't putting music I didn't know this was a thing. Okay. I didn't know you could find stand-up comedy <laughs> on the jukebox in the bar. No, you shouldn't be able to do that. So, he and he was playing, like, he was putting on, like, Larry the Cable Guy. Like, at first he did, like, well, at first he put on Rodney Carrington. Okay. And then he put on um, Larry the Cable Guy, like... There was a couple of different stand-up bits. There was, like, three or four. There was Larry the Cable Guy. There was... He put on some Jeff Dunham. <laughs> what? He put... I don't remember. There was, like, three or four different, like, comedians that he put on, like, five or ten minute stand-up bits. <sighs> the only acceptable comedians then... to put on are, like, out times are the ones that do comedy music like like uh flight of the concords or like dimitri martin's songs yeah and then you're like wow this is weird that i'm listening to this out here but at least it's music <laughs> if you hear panting in the recording exam it <laughs> um He's yeah all no over the place and, in your head he was yeah okay and i didn't even yeah i didn't know that that was a thing like at all 
I like what company decided it's okay to put stand up comedy <laughs> that's rude like no and one of the things he put on was like he put on Larry the Cable Guy reading Redneck uh, Night Before Christmas why was like, this after Christmas it was last night <laughs> why like you said that I just I just needed to clarify because that's odd that's incredibly odd was he quite drunk? No. Oh. He's was bouncing. Oh right, you said the bouncer. I just I just assumed you had to be quite drunk to do that. No. Once again, like Well, and after a while it was irritating Heather and so I think after a minute he started putting it on just to irritate her. <laughs> but like I don't I don't I didn't I was just baffled that it was a thing. I'm still clearly baffled that it's yeah. a thing. <laughs> Like, why? Why is there stand-up on the jukebox? I'm gonna go put an audiobook on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna go download Audible to your jukebox and start playing, I don't know, fucking The God Delusion. <laughs> yeah, so those are my two <laughs> stories for today. That's so good. That is so good, Don't actually. ever put stand-up on the jukebox. It's kind of a dick move. <laughs> It's really hard to play pool when it's, it's not music. <laughs> I don't understand how that affects your playing pool, actually. Because when I listen to music that I enjoy, I, it's like I get I'm more focused on what I'm doing or whatever. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, I get that, but like... And then all uh, other music is just background noise. But like stand-up comedy where people are yelling and telling jokes into a microphone and then there's a crowd laughing and it's oddly punctuated <laughs> and there's not like a flow to it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I get that. That's, it's really weird to put that on at the bar. Yeah, it is. We all noticed. We were like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> oh, man. So, I have not I have not played any like particularly new games. I played some Overcooked with my partner. And got got some fun on that, but it's a uh, it's just really hard and kind of frustrating. And uh, it's more fun to play Cuphead with her. Cuphead's good because yeah, I love Cuphead. Cuphead's so much fun. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we just get we it seems like we get real frustrated with overcooked real fast and then we just don't like admit it. Yeah. <laughs> we just keep playing for a second. <laughs> she she listens to the podcast so she'll hear this. I love you. <laughs> but yeah. It's it's fun for a couple of matches and then like right now we're just trying to get one more star, so we're just going over all the ones we have in that. It's just hard. It's just really, really hard. Uh, Cuphead? Cuphead's really fun. Cuphead's... Yeah, I mean, it's hard. Yeah, it's really hard. But no, no, Overcooked's just Overcooked. really, really hard. Uh, yeah, I haven't been able to play Overcooked. It's it's just really hard. Like, it's really simple, but, like, getting it... Like, you have to be exactly perfect to get three stars. You get dishes up at the top of the screen, mm-hmm. and then there's a little timer on them, and if they don't... Like, if you don't get them out in time, they just go away, and then they reset. So, like... Uh, it, it's just, it's really hard. Really hard to get all three stars. You can pass every level just fine, but getting all three stars is fucking... 
Feels impossible right I'm pretty now. sure it's up to four player. Maybe you need all four people. Maybe it would be easier, yeah. To I, I don't know if the difficulty changes depending on the amount of people. That Yeah, that's the other. Games but, do that these days. Yeah. But I actually uh, don't really want to talk about a game this week because I finally red-watched... I uh, watched red... <laughs> the motion comic of Watchmen. Okay. And uh, they have the full motion comic on HBO Max. Uh, not sponsored. Just fucking really cool. Because I had never read it. I didn't want to go uh, spend $30 on a graphic novel when I'm waiting for my paycheck to pay bills. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, it was really good. It was really, really good. And I know, like, it's it was it revolutionized comics, like... Everybody knows about Watchmen, especially because the movie and the new show. Like, everybody knows about Watchmen, but man, going back and reading the original, it still hits yeah. so good. Like, I mean, they had the voice actors and stuff, so it was it was read out, it was performed, but, like, it was just really, really good. I could not believe just how well it still hit, because, like... 1985, 87, something like that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's it feels it feels like a revolution still. I don't know very many other works like that. Like, like legendary books like 1984 and, like, uh, Brave New World's my favorite. But, like, just Fahrenheit 451, like, those, the, that's the only thing I can kind of compare it to. Like, it... You go back and read those, and you're like, wow, I can see why these are classics, and they still hit, like, emotionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, Watchmen hits all those beats so good, and just, like, the the realism, just the honesty, and, and not just, like, oh, yeah, sure, blood or whatever, like, you know, there's there's rape and stuff, like, there's you know, there's heavy stuff in there, but, like, the realism of the emotions of the people in there reacting to those things that's what that's what caught me off guard there was no like ah, screaming like over dramatic like bullshit it was just like okay fuck how do we handle this right <laughs> yeah Watchmen's great i <laughs> have you have you read the original or um a long time ago i read like the actual book, I didn't have like an audio book. I read it. Yeah. But I need to reread it. It's been quite a few years. Oh man, yeah, yeah. Watching the motion comic was a really good way for me to do that because I, yeah, once again, just don't can't go out of my way to spend money on a graphic novel right now when I, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it was. It's on there, and I I would like to watch the movie too. Um, it's like three hours long, and I've got a child, so I don't very often get the opportunity to do that. Yeah, and it's not a children's movie. No. No, I can't imagine. Uh, but man, I just, yeah, was blown away by that. It's... Oh, I've just been thinking about it nonstop, so I wanted to talk about it, I guess. It's just, fuck. Oh, yeah. It's so good. I'm gonna cosplay as Night Owl. <laughs> well, I hate to hurry us along, but I do have to be... I have to go to work soon. All right. How much time you got? Where? I, I have to be there in like forty minutes. So. How long does it take you? Um, from here it'll probably take me about twenty-five or thirty minutes to walk. 
Okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, this will be a shorter episode, so let's get a quick uh, Oh, I got a dog on me. Um, yeah. Quick hypothetically here. I usually yeah. take a second to think about quick. this during the episode. Quick. Quick hysterectomy. Uh, hysterectomy? Oh, no. Um, Keep coming up with different H words every week. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, if if you had to have your life animated, who would you choose to animate it? Either a studio or a specific animator. Interesting. Um... What's Seth MacFarlane? Well, I was gonna ask, like, can it change as, like, my perspective on life changes, or do I pick one, like, when I'm young um, and, like, that just sticks? I, I, I don't know. Well, because, like, it's interesting, because, like, I think, like... No, yeah, I, I can say, I'd say it can shift, because I think as a kid, mine would have been Johnny Quest, but that wouldn't be the same right now. Mine, as a kid... Mm, As, like, a kid of, like, 9 or 10, it probably would have been something Cartoon Network-related, like, some crazy, like, Courage the Cowardly Dog animation or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um. And then, like, early teens would be, you know, Dragon Ball Z, so, you know, like, yeah. as you're going through. I think right now, I, um, probably be kind of, like, an Archer-esque animation. Okay. Okay, yeah. I I've like always like that style. Archer Metalocalypse. Archer Metalocalypse, kind of Venture Bros, kind of. Venture Bros style. is more fluid. It's not as it's not as cut out. Yeah. No. But, uh, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, Dad, Johnny Quest definitely for me as a kid, like all the way through, like at least at least till teenage years, and then probably like, uh, oh, um. I would have a hard time choosing between uh, Jimmy Hewlett Gorillas or uh, that's a good choice. Uh, like the the Ghibli, like the Wind Rises. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, like that 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 soft realism. It's just gorgeous. I'm more a fan of like the hard cut, the the bold black lines, like. Well, I mean... Junji Ito, that's who I want to draw my life. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and Well, I mean, like, the for animation for, like, like Tales from the Earthsea and Howl and stuff is really, really good. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, it's got that harder, I see what you mean, yeah. But I like, I really like this, this, this soft... Nausicaa. Yeah. Nausicaa is my favorite. Nausicaa's so good. It's, it's the best. It's the absolute best, but just the soft light and just the way the sun shines off the grass and stuff, and uh, the wind rises is just—I can't describe it. It's absolutely gorgeous. And if I could have everything look like that, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's got to be it. If you got us to get walking here soon. Yes, I do indeed. We'll get you nice and a little bit stone before work, before you walk anyway, and you. Walk it off, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's another. That's one more down in the book for tree neutral. Bye bye. Oh no.